welcome to the Next Level Life podcast. This is Christine Corcoran, and this podcast is made for powerhouse businesswomen who are ready to ignite their fullest potential. This is where we dive deep into mindset breakthroughs and sprinkle in some kick up the butt motivation so you can scale your business with confidence and clarity. Whether you're craving more income, impact, or inspiration, this podcast will be your ultimate resource for all things next level. Listen in as we have authentic conversations with game-changing female entrepreneurs as we reveal the secrets on what it takes to rise and thrive. So go ahead, ignite that inner fire and let's get you taking massive aligned action. Are you ready to elevate? Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for hitting download. And did you like my new intro? I felt inspired recently to create a new intro. I hope you liked it. If you skipped it, please go back and listen to it. And let me know your thoughts. So today on the podcast, I want to talk to you about creating and selling one-to-many services. So you may be at a stage in your business where you're starting to get more booked and you're starting to realize that you're trapped in the time versus money trap and you're wanting to scale. So I've had so many lessons over the years when it comes to scaling one-to-many services. And now I feel like I'm in such a beautiful place with loving my two masterminds. I have two masterminds, Elevate and Next Level. And there's the women in there are just absolutely phenomenal. And I just absolutely love the containers that I've created. And I also love the evolution of how it started and now where it is and the lessons that are still coming with it. And so I thought I would share a couple of these things. And I thought I would also share a couple of mistakes that people make as well in the process of scaling with one-to-many many services that I've seen over the years and that I still have clients come to me with issues with. And so I wanted to talk to you about this because I feel like at some point you're most likely going to want to scale to one to many services. And so what I mean by this is that one to many services can be lots of different things. It doesn't necessarily have to be an actual service where you're doing the thing. It can absolutely be on a scaled level where it is digital downloads that you sell on scale, courses that you sell on scale, programs that you sell on scale, lots of different ways, right? So it could actually even be with teams. So you're actually hiring more team to be able to serve more people. So I'm not going to dive into the team part today. Uh, I just wanted to touch mainly on other types of group services because you may be at a stage where you're like, do I want to actually have a group program? So first and foremost, I am a big believer that for you to scale a group program or group offer, you need to have worked with your client, your ideal client with the problem that you solve quite a few times first, because ideally what you want to do is get really clear on the problems that they experience in the process of you delivering your service, because some things you're not going to know unless you do it. And so sometimes I have clients come to me or, you know, people that ask me in DMs about starting group programs. And I always ask how many one-to-one clients have you worked with so far? Because if you haven't worked with many, then it'll be very challenging to start a one-to-many service because it's going to be extremely overwhelming try to manage a group and try and figure out all the challenges your people are going to have along the process of delivering your service and creating the transformation that you want to create. So I'm a big believer like... If you're still building your one-to-one, that's absolutely fine. It's okay. You don't have to have a group program straight up. Like there's so many lessons in just serving one-to-one clients. And so what I've found in the journey of creating multiple different one-to-many services is the more specific a result or problem that you're solving, the better. Because if people don't know where to place it, they, they won't buy it, right? So 
this is why I'm like, sometimes you need to just be like, okay, if I'm doing this in one-to-one, you may be able to transfer or translate your one-to-one service into a group offering. If it's too general though, it could be challenging, very challenging to sell. So I want you to get super, super specific because if you can be specific and then go, I'm going to solve this problem for you, it's much easier to sell, right? And then people know they really need it. So when it comes to some of the mistakes I see with one-to-many services is either they're inexperienced with the solving the problem that they solve. So like I've said just before, if you've not worked with many one-to-one people, then sometimes scaling to group too fast, it can be, can be challenging. The second one is the type of business model that you choose. So it's got to be viable and it's got to be profitable because if it's too low of a price point, it can feel very challenging to run a group and not be paid well because it does take a lot of energy and look, it's less, I guess, energy intensive than one-to-one, but it still takes a lot of energy. So I feel like sometimes you've got to choose the right business model that works well for you. So I have seen people try to grow through memberships early on and they find that really challenging. And I find the reason for that is that the perception of memberships is that it is a cheaper option. So we really have to kind of keep the price point low unless you're solving a specific problem for a specific niche, right? And that has to be like a specialized space in order for you to be able to charge well. Otherwise, if you're wanting to create a membership that's more like one to many of a general theme, the hard part, if you're still building your following and visibility, that can be really challenging because you need mass numbers in order for a membership to be profitable and worthwhile financially, right? So I've seen this before where people have started memberships that are like $50, $60, $80, and they're finding it really hard because they've got like five or six people in it at a time. And then they're like, well, I'm doing all of this work because it's a lot of content to update a membership, to possibly have to get speakers in in a membership, to deliver the content yourself, to show up regularly, like all of that. It's a lot like it's very labor intensive, even compared to -to one-to-one, right? Like you can have one-to-one where you're booking an appointment and you're seeing them for an hour, two hours, whatever it might be. That's less than having a membership that you've got to be in five days a week, you know, a few hours a day, like it's a lot. So I find that the people who do really well with memberships are the people that already have a strong following and they actually launch it down the track rather than first when they get started, right? That's where I've seen some of the mistakes come through. The other mistakes I see is not having a really clear result that they want to achieve with people. And I've had this with myself as well as the evolution of some of my masterminds, they've gotten clearer and clearer and clearer. And I've gotten really, I've honed in so closely to what my clients are really needing and making sure that it's all fitting in with what's going to get them the result, right? So this is why my masterminds have one-on-one included. This is also why it has accountability channels. This is also why they get to submit anything that they're working on to get support with. Like there's group calls, there's masterminding, there's brainstorming, there's actual training sessions. So this is what I found has worked really well for me. And I'm saying this not because I want you to copy it. Please don't. This is more about like, you've got to hone in on your ideal client and go, what is going to get them the result that I want to get them and what's going to get the best outcome and how do I deliver it based on what they need? Because every ideal client is going to be different. So I want you to be conscious of that. So getting really specific on the result you want to achieve, what's the transformation you want to have for them and what's the best way for me to deliver it, right? And how do they want to receive it? Because those questions, those answers are going to help you determine the delivery of it because you know, I have masterminds, but for your ideal client, a mastermind not, but might not be the right fit, right? So you've really got to hone in on this because otherwise you might create something that actually doesn't sell. So you've got to create something that actually sells well. And that's where you need to get super, super clear on who your ideal client is and what their problems are and the challenges they're having and understanding what keeps them up at night, right? 
So that's the other mistake that I see quite often is they're really unclear on who they're serving and the, the target market is too broad. And so they're trying to actually serve everyone. And so they just smash a whole heap of stuff into a program or a course. And they're just like, oh, we'll just keep giving, giving, giving because more is better. More is not better. More is definitely not better. It's actually more about what's the transformation and how do I get them to have that transformation? And I've learned this so many times. Like I, when I first started my Energetics of Money program, it was very much like, I want to teach you what I know about money mindset because I know it's a freaking game changer. And then I did it a couple of times. Everyone loved it. Like I had such good feedback. But for me personally, I was like, get, I got to the end and I'd be like, I really wanted them to see bigger results. Like, why aren't they implementing this? Why aren't they doing this? And so for me, it was frustrating from a facilitation perspective because I wanted more for them. So I was like, okay, let's, let's back it up a bit and let's look at everything that I'm teaching. And I asked myself, is this going to get them closer or further away to the transformation I want them to have? Is this delivered in a way that's going to get them that? And I went through it all and I'm like, oh, I'm teaching this instead of actually giving them the steps that they need to take. And so I had to actually scale things back a bit from what I was teaching and be really specific on what I wanted them to do and also be conscious of what caused overwhelm and what didn't cause overwhelm. Because sometimes I was actually giving way too much, which created overwhelm and confusion. And then a confused mind does not do anything. And an overwhelmed mind does not take action. So I really needed to like scale it back and figure out, okay, what do I really need in this that's going to actually serve them? And recently in one of my masterminds, I actually got asked this question around like, what's, what are some of the things I need to be aware of? Like, what are the, what's my best way to go about things? Um, what could go wrong? Like all of these things that were really great questions, but I was like, I don't want to put anything into your mind that could cause you to then manifest that and actually bring that to life. And that's a negative impact. Like I don't want you, and you might have a completely different experience when you deliver your program. So, you know, she was asking me all these questions and I actually said to her, the best way for you to navigate this and for the best way to you, for you to figure out what works and what doesn't work is for you to actually deliver it. You have to run it. So I said, even if, if you do a pilot run and take a small group of people through it to see the proof, to see the transformation, to get the feedback, to get the testimonials, to prove to yourself that it's so worthwhile and that you're able to create that transformation, that's going to serve you. The only way you're going to, you're going to be able to learn to do it is do it. So you can learn from so many other people. You can learn about facilitation. You can learn about managing groups. You can learn all the bits and pieces. Absolutely. You freaking can. And it's still going to teach you so much in just doing it, just taking the action, selling it in and doing it. That's how you're going to learn the lessons you need to learn in order to, to improve it. So I think one of the things that I've learned along the way is really being open to feedback and also seats seeking that feedback out and also being so open to improving things. Cause I think sometimes we can get a little bit caught up in like, Oh, this is my baby or I love this program. And you know, if some people haven't had great experiences that I want to know that I want to learn from it so I can improve it. And so we need to like put our ego aside a little bit and just be like, I don't know everything. I am not the client going through the experience. How can I learn from them? And so when I first ran the first round of Elevate Mastermind, I actually said to the ladies, this is the first time I'm running this program in this style of delivery. And so I'm going to be learning with you in the process of what's going to best serve you. So please be open with your feedback. And I want you to let me know whenever you get stuck, I want you to let me know what you find challenging. If there's anything that you don't feel like you're able to implement because you don't have enough information or you want more templates or anything at all. This program is going to be, de be developed with you. So please don't ever hold back on that feedback. And I created a specific space where they could give me that feedback. 
to make it so easy and welcome for them to do that. And I feel like then I, again, this last round of the mastermind, I've done feedback like uh, halfway through and then as well as at the end. And I feel like that's also been really beneficial as well because I need the feedback in order to improve things. So you've got to be open and having the mindset that there is always constant and never ending improvement. That's the beautiful saying from Tony Robbins, Carney, constant and never ending improvement. That's my attitude, right? I'm not creating it it, and thinking it's one and done. And I think that's one of the biggest pitfalls that people have. They're like, oh, I'm going to go create a program and then it's going to just be done. It's going to be evergreen. Well, actually, it's not because you know what? People evolve. People's mindsets evolve. The economy changes. The world changes. Society changes. You're going to have to update it because if you're working with humans, you're going to have to update it. Plus, you evolve. I've evolved so much over the last few years in the programs that I deliver that if I like actually went back to a program that I created a few years ago and was like oh god this is so bad (laughs) and it wasn't that it was bad I was just like cringing um because I seemed like a newbie like I seemed so new to the topic that I was sharing and I was like oh my gosh it's so good to see it felt good to know how far I've come and so it's okay like you're going to be fine if you look back on your stuff and cringe, but you're not going to be fine if you don't do it because you're worried about cringing or worrying about it being crappy or worrying about that it's going to be messy or it's not going to be perfect. You're going to be more regretful of not actually pulling it together because for you to get great, you've got to be good, right? So just be good for now. Be okay with being good for now. Be open to the feedback and continue to develop it. And that's actually how you're going to scale. Like honestly, because You've got to have that feedback, testimonials, like all of that along the way in order for you to improve it, in order for it to be scalable, right? So so that's really key. Now, some of the other pitfalls that I notice as well is it does take time to create, okay? And so one of my other clients at the moment, she's in the, in the process of creating something and there's a lot that goes into it. It's literally like creating another arm of your business. So I think sometimes it's like, the online space can kind of be like, oh, it's easy to go and create an online course. It's easy to go and create a signature program or a mastermind. It ain't bloody easy. And it shouldn't be easy because if you're creating something valuable and worthwhile and it's quality, then it should be worthwhile in regards to the energy and effort that you're going to put in. So, and this is the thing, like if if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. (laughs) And so I was saying to my client recently, like, Stop telling yourself that you shouldn't be overwhelmed because your overwhelm is actually not a bad thing. It's actually the expansion that you're wanting. Like you've been asking for this. You want to step away from doing one-to-one. And so you're going to create a whole other arm of your business. And that may take energy and effort, but it's going to be worthwhile. Like I'm so glad I continue to create these masterminds. Like I feel like I've gotten it to a point now where it feels so good. And I see the consistent income coming in. I see the impact that it's having. I'm seeing the results my clients are having. And I'm like, hell yeah. Like this is exactly where I want to be. And it's so good. And now I feel I'm at a a stage where I can now start to scale it. Right. So I think one of the things is like, yes, it's going to be hard work. Will it be worth it? Yes, absolutely. So I think it's one of those things that don't do it because you think it's going to be easy. Do it because you want to create something great. Do it because you want to create something great. The other pitfall I see happen as well is the transition of it from one to one to one to many. And I think sometimes it can be um, 
dangerous to think that you just drop one and pick up the next because that could be really damaging to your bottom line. It can impact your income, especially if it's something new that you're launching to the market, because if the market doesn't know about it and it's brand new, then it may take some time to actually bring it to life and to actually get the numbers in order for it to be really worthwhile. So my suggestion here is don't drop your one-to-one straight away, like build on it alongside it. And even though it feels like it might be a lot, So like, for instance, like what I did is actually build up the group program and I just dropped one or two clients. So I still had a full roster of clients pretty much, but then I was running this other program and it took a little bit of more energy to begin with. But then once I got into the rhythm of it, it was all good. Like the first month was pretty full on, but then it was all good after that. Um, And I've just seen this with clients in the past that if they go of like, yep, I'm going to create something and it's going to be amazing and I'm going to sell because, you know, everything online is like, oh, I'm going to have a 100K launch. You're probably not going to have a 100K launch, FYI. You're probably not even going to have a 20K launch. FYI, like it's probably going to be a couple of grand and you're going to have to run it in order for you to scale it, to grow it to that next level. You need to run it first. And so let that pilot round be that it's okay alongside your one-to-one. And if that seems like it's too much to manage, then maybe drop a couple of one-to-one and know that it's okay to take a bit of a bit of a cut in your income to begin with and know that it's absolutely worth growing and scaling because, you know, most people want to do the one-to-many is to get back a bit of life freedom. Right. And so that is definitely possible, uh, but we've got to build it up like another arm of your business. So when you first started your one to one services, it took a bit. Right. It took a bit to actually get a good number of clients for it to be really worthwhile for you. So let it be exactly the same. It's okay. You're not a failure if you only launch and get four people. It's totally fine. You've got to actually do it in order for you to get better at it. So that then brings me to selling it. So selling it is a whole other bucket of fish. And it's probably a whole other episode, to be honest. But I think one of the things that changes is your strategy. So one-to-one can be very different because you're basically working on converting one person in a short period of time. Whereas when you're doing one-to-many, if you're doing any type of launching or if you're, uh, you know, setting it up to be an ongoing intake and things like that, it will take some time, energy and effort and a new strategy to convert more people in the same amount of time right? So if you're doing a launch that's three weeks, five weeks, whatever it might be, you're basically asking for a whole bunch of clients to come in at that last week or something if you're doing a a live launch. And so yes, it's going to take more energy. And yes, it's going to take more intention. And yes, it's going to have to have a better strategy in order for you to convert clients at that number, right? At that scale. And so it's okay for it to be different and that's worthwhile trialing different things. And majority of the time, your first launch will actually be people that are already in your group, already in your sphere, already clients, past clients, existing clients, potential clients that will absolutely move across to the program. And so that's okay too. And so know that it's about building the relationships and converting those people with through relationships, and then you can possibly scale in other ways. Because one of the things that I've learned along the way is that the first time you launch something brand new, you're learning every part of it, right? You're learning the development of it, the creation of it, you're figuring out the transformation you want to create, you're creating how you're going to deliver it, whether it's recorded videos, whether it's live videos, like there's so much that goes into it. And then you're actually got to learn how to launch it. You got to learn, learn how to sell it. Right. And so there's lots that go into play with it. And I think that people get so disheartened by that side of things that they give up too quickly. And it's actually like your third or fourth launch that really kind of kicks off. So I think just stick with it is one of my biggest pieces of advice. Like don't give up because your first launch sucked because what you also learn is how to sell it because you need to figure out what works 
through selling it, through having the conversations, through taking people through the program to be able to go and believe in the value that you deliver, right? Believe in the result that you can achieve. So then you can say on the sales page, this is what I guarantee. This is what I can achieve for you. To be able to say on the sales page, this is what you're going to get out of it. This is, do you know what I mean? Like the sales page will also improve again and again and again. Now, yes, you can get copywriters and you can get help with all of that. Absolutely. And you can do Facebook ads to increase your visibility. You can do so much. There's so much you can do. But I also want you to know that through the journey of actually delivering it and uh, selling it and going through that process, you're going to get better and better and better each time around. So trust in the process of your long-term vision. This is not a quick fix for your business. This is a whole other thing, right? It's a whole other arm of your business. So give it the respect and time and energy it deserves. All right, if you have any questions at all, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. More than happy to chat to you about it. There are two different ways that you can work with me. You can either choose to join the Elevate Mastermind if you're in early stage and you're still wanting to hit 10K months. This is where we do all the foundational pieces of your business. We work on your money mindset, your sales strategy, your sales process, your sales skills, your mindset, and help you build the confidence to believe in yourself and believe in the value that you deliver and have incredible offers that sell to your dream clients. Otherwise, if you're at the stage now when you're wanting to scale, so if you have the plan to do one to many, then this is where I have my next level mastermind. So this is for entrepreneurs who are earning six figures and they're wanting to scale to multi six or, you know, half a million dollars and they're wanting to grow with one to many services. Then this is definitely for you. This is where we talk about scaling, right? So we go right in depth and you have a scaling program included as well as doing the money mindset and the sales piece as well. So either of those are, there's a link for the wait list in the show notes. You can check those out below. The next round is happening in in 2024. Uh, otherwise, I hope you have an incredible week. And if you have any questions about anything I've covered off today, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or message on Messenger. And otherwise, have an amazing week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.